God of goodness and kindness. You invite all peoples to the banquet and offer them a feast beyond compare. Give us your saving grace to keep unstained the robe of our baptism until that day when you welcome us to heaven's joyful table. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Isaiah promises that the Lord will provide a sumptuous meal for his people and wipe away all their tears. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation, for the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Paul shares his belief with us that we can do all things in God who strengthens us. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. My God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches in the glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Matthew. Once more, Jesus spoke to the chief priests and the elders in parables. He said, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king 
who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves saying, tell those who have been invited, look, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and they went away one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. Oh, the king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. So those slaves went out into the streets, and they gathered all whom they found, both the good and the bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And the king said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding robe? The man was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot. Throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. True story. I've mentioned my friend Sam McNulty and his wife Pauline. Uh, Sam died four years ago. I think about him every day. He was a good friend. Well, Sam and Pauline had four daughters. Sally, Mary Kathleen, Mary, and Polly. And I did all four of their weddings. I was the inefficient, efficient, as it were. The celebrations were really great. They were fun celebrations. One of the funniest things that happened, I thought, uh, was when Mary married Bill Saylor. Mary McNulty 
No, I'm, I'm sorry, it was Kathleen. Kathleen married Bill Saylor. Kathleen and, and Bill both graduated from, what's this college up the road here? Yeah, you are Penn State. Well, yeah. They both graduated from Penn State, and oh, they would give me crap all the time about the Pitt football team and Penn State and everything. And I said to myself, one of these days, I'm going to get you. And when they got married, Kathleen and Bill, I got them. As the gospel text, I read that parable about the wedding feast and the guy who showed up not dressed for a wedding. And I borrowed a Jopa stand-up cutout, one of those big ones. And I pointed to it and I said, now, who comes to a wedding not dressed? We've got to do something to help this guy. <laughs> so I pulled out my pit cap, my pit scarf, my pit jacket, and I said, now he's ready to come to the wedding. Some of you now will never forgive me. I, I want to say in all Christian charity, get over yourselves, would you? Anyway, to this day, Kathleen and Bill remember Joe Pa coming to their wedding dressed in pit garb. You know, this is the third Sunday in the row. We've, we've listened to a parable. Parables are stories from everyday life that are supposed to have a, a far-reaching, a deep-reaching meaning for our lives. This parable is a little bit tricky to understand, huh? This goes from being a parable to being an allegory. When I was a sophomore in high school, <laughs> we were in English class, and Miss Mulvihill, our English teacher, asked, what is an allegory? And Joe Antonazzo, sitting next to me, said, Sister Liguori's brother, Al, when you're 15, and it was, it was really funny. And anyway, an allegory that every detail has a meaning, a, a nuanced meaning. In the story that we heard today, the king is God the Father, Abba. The king's son is Jesus, Yeshua. The king's son is marrying God's people relationship that's connected and tight. The servants who are sent out to call people to the wedding, they are the prophets in the Hebrew scriptures and the apostles in New Testament times. Apparently being a prophet, difficult and scary job. They got killed. 
as the story, as the parable is told, we are told that the king is so angry with those who who have tortured and abused his servants that he burned their city. That refers to the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 in the Christian era. But wait a minute. Did Jesus make this story or someone else? Could it be that this story, which talks about details that only happened after Jesus had gone back to the Father, this story is about the destruction of Jerusalem and it was used by the writer of Matthew's gospel to teach a lesson to the Christian community of his day. I think the most difficult part of this allegory, this parable, the father in the story is nothing like God the Father that Jesus invites us to believe and put our trust in. God the Father that Jesus teaches us is is unending mercy and forgiveness. We can't imagine that God the Father that Jesus reveals to us would bind somebody up hand and foot and throw them into the darkness. That doesn't sound like the God that Jesus reveals, does it? I am afraid. I'm afraid that the guy who didn't have the wedding garment is us. In the allegory, the wedding garment is a willingness to repent and a willingness to serve God by serving the needs of others. If we're not willing to change our lives according to what Jesus teaches, if we're not willing to serve the needs of others, we're not dressed for the wedding reception. We won't be welcome. Years ago, you might remember that Bob Dylan taught us the lesson from this story. You gotta serve somebody. Do you remember that? You gotta serve somebody. Theologians teach us that when we celebrate the Eucharist at this table, we're having a foretaste of the wedding feast of heaven. When we celebrate the Eucharist at the Lord's table, we have to recognize that what we're celebrating is God's love for each one of us. And in order to be dressed well for the wedding, We have to care about others. We have to be willing to change our lives and reach out and help others. Bob Dylan taught us the wedding song. 
You gotta serve somebody. That song isn't easy to dance to. It's not easy to live, huh? We gotta serve somebody. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.